Today, I'd like to reflect on a conversation my wife and I had over dinner when we celebrated our 31st anniversary. I found it interesting, and I hope you do as well. Stay tuned. Hello, friends. Pastor Tim Westermeyer here, senior pastor of St. Philip Deacon in the western suburbs of Minneapolis. Good to be with you as always. Um, we took last week off. It was Memorial Day, which, gosh, it feels like Memorial Day was a long time ago, even though it was just a week or so ago. Um, so one thing is that's, that's a reminder that it's a good thing periodically to just take a rest and take a break, which is what we did. Um, but it's always good to be back as well. Related to Memorial Day, um, my wife and I celebrated our, turned out it was our 31st wedding anniversary on May 30th. Uh, so this year, I think that was the day after Memorial Day, which was on Monday. Um, but we went out for dinner and we discussed, you know, the last 31 years. Don't worry, I won't recount the entire conversation in this podcast, although it was very lovely. Um, but a couple reflections from it that have been on my mind. One is that during our, our time over dinner, we kind of asked the question, what would our younger selves, you know, 31 or more years ago, even before we were married, if they could see us today, what would they think? What would they, uh, would they be surprised? Would they have expect to see what they're seeing? And that, that was a very interesting conversation. There were a lot, it was m- mostly filled with, I would say, joy and filled with uh, gratitude and a sense of blessing. Um, and also, you know, certainly I think our younger selves would have been a little surprised at certain things that have transpired in our lives. And uh, among other things, honestly, we, I don't think any of us would, either of us would have expected having a child with special needs, which has been a very central part of who we have become and who our other children have become. But that's an interesting exercise. So I might commend it to you is just reflect back on what would your past self think about or say to your current self if that if you're so inclined that was one thing and and maybe related to that the second point i want to lift up today um when when amy and i were married i was not a pastor nor did i have any intent to become a pastor that was not anywhere on the horizon as far as at least not consciously so that happened after uh, our marriage and after we had been married for a handful of years and it required Um, as you might imagine, some adjustments. And so one of the things we talked about during that dinner as part of the conversation about sort of our, our, our younger selves looking at our current selves was the process of transitioning to becoming a pastor. And again, I'm not going to bore you with the whole um, conversation we had, nor am I going to recount the whole seven-year transition, which is a long story. Maybe we'll talk about it another time. I, I may have discussed it in the past. But the one uh, salient point I want to lift up today is as Amy and I sat with that that uh, question in our minds from years ago when I was making that transition is, I think this is fair. At that time, during the time when we were thinking about, and I do say we because it was a collective decision, we were paying attention only to what's the bad stuff that's going to happen, Right. How is this going to ruin our lives if I become a pastor? What can we possibly be thinking here, right? And again, there were a a lot of examples of that, but one of them, and the only one I'll lift up here, had to do with our children. At that point, we only had three children. And I would say, as we were considering making the move, for me making the move to ordained ministry, all we could assume is that 
this is only going to be bad for them. How is this possibly going to be good? How are they ever going to survive being the son of a pastor, right? And um, here's the interesting thing. As we reflect now, I mean, our youngest son just graduated from high school a few days ago. Um, as we reflect back now, and he was not born, by the way, when I became a pastor, but as we reflect back on uh, my life of ministry as a pastor and how it has uh, impacted our children, and I think if they were here, they would agree with this, far from it being a negative, I think there is no question it has been an overwhelming blessing to them. Truly. Um, and so that, again, it's just an interesting thought experiment to think, why is it that we are so inclined as we look to the future to only think about negative things that might happen, uh, as opposed to thinking, huh, maybe God has a plan here. Maybe God is going to take care of this. And maybe, far from being a series of unfortunate events, maybe this life that God is sending, in this case me and my wife and my family on, is going to be filled with blessings that are beyond our ability to imagine them. So again, I might invite you to do that little thought experiment. Are there things from your past where you've thought, oh, this is not going to end well, which upon reflection you realize, oh, it actually ended not only better than I expected, but in fact was an incredible blessing. So I want to end today with one of my favorite passages. I don't know if I've read this before. I, I read this uh, frequently with people I visit who are sick or going through some challenging circumstance as a reminder that God is always with us, right? And that means through all the decisions we make, good or bad decisions, God is still present with us. And, and this is from Isaiah 43, and it uses metaphors of going through the water or going through fire as, uh, again, metaphors of going through difficult, challenging times. Um, and it's just a reminder that for us, for, the, for those of us who are people of faith, uh, it might be a helpful thing for us to trust in this promise as we look to the future. So here's this reading from Isaiah 43. But now thus says the Lord, he who created you, O Jacob, he who formed you, O Israel, do not fear. For I have redeemed you, I have called you by name, you are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you, and through the rivers they shall not overwhelm you. When you walk through fire, you shall not be burned, and the flame shall not consume you, for I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. Do not fear, for I am with you. And wherever this message finds you today, I pray that you will know that the God who loves you is indeed with you today and always. Thanks for your time. As always, be well, stay in touch, and God bless. Mm-hmm.